You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The champ is here. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. It is Tuesday, December 18th. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Usually around here at the fan, we like to call these rando Tuesdays. That's right. Tuesdays, you're coming off the weekend, the news kind of slows down. You spend all day Monday talking about the NFL stuff. But man, we got a lot of stuff to get into. But before we do that, my man Brandon Beam went north of the wall. Yep. And slayed the Night King. Sure did. Live and in person by yourself, you slayed him. Actually, I got to give Meredith credit too. Well, she was in there. But both of you guys just went in there, slayed them. I mean, the Bears are NFC North champions. NFC North champs. And as you can tell by my voice, I gave everything I had. All right. (laughs) I gave all of my soul and my being to be able to sit there on Soldier at Soldier Field on Sunday and scream my ass off to cheer against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. No, Matty, it was a uh, it was a phenomenal time. You know, we uh, Meredith and I left on Friday. We spent the weekend in Chicago. It was a beautiful thing. And the, um, the the funny thing about it is because, you know, we we planned this entire vacation um, without actually having tickets, right? So, you know, our my guy, James Laurinaitis, is Buckeye Hall of Famer. Little animal. You know, I, was, I was talking to him, and, and he was able to secure me tickets from a player on the team, which is fantastic. And um, so, like, we didn't have tickets the whole time. And, like, right. you know, it was human nature. It was a little you know, unnerving because of course you go up to will call and it's like, no man, I never heard of you. Sorry about your luck. Oh, so like man. that whole weekend, you know, I've built this up in my head. Like I've, I've seen it in visions. Like I'm the three eyed Raven, right? I've seen it in <laughs> visions play out both ways. And so we finally get there. We get to will call. Uh, I say my name, give the guy my ID and he, he pulls me out an envelope, gives me the ticket. So like at that point I knew it was real. I knew mm-hmm. it was real. And yep. Uh, yep. the tickets were great. We were sitting about 20 rows up on the 35 yard line. It was, um, it was a beautiful day there in Chicago, Maddie, and it was something that I, I've, I've been looking forward to for about you know eight eight weeks of now. Of course, yeah. Um, with the chance to slay the Night King and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> they did it. They're NFC North champs, um, and I couldn't ask for a better weekend. It was it was phenomenal. I'm yeah. wearing my old Dan Hampton jersey today. I'm wearing a Bears hoodie. You're bared down. I got everything going on Head today. To NFC it. North champs, man. But. Uh, no, it's good to be back here. It's good to be back. Um, I don't know if I could live in Chicago. There's a bunch Oof. of traffic. It's you know, it's, it's terrible, isn't it? It's crazy. It's a little terrible. bit crazy. And then uh, yeah, on the drive back yesterday, and I was like, seventy was you know pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is nothing compared yeah, to what course. we just drove through. Yeah. And uh, but no, it was a it was a great weekend, man. I had a uh, I had a phenomenal time out there. Like I said, the Bears are NFC North champions, and I told you. My voice isn't great, but mm-hmm. we gave everything we had. I was just talking to Timmy Hall. We host the Buckeye Show together, and he was like, "Well, at least you don't work in radio for your career, and uh, you know you don't have to use your voice every single day." And I was like, "You know what, man? It's the end of the year. Yep. I gave myself up mm-hmm. so my team could have the W." It was it was the opposite of hard home. It was a hard home battle, yeah. but you came out victorious. That's right, and slayed the Night King, and you were raising your arms like the Night King on your way out of there. No, I'm happy for you because lock it up. Uh, division type. There's nothing better. No. You know your team is yep. going to the playoffs and you're going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl. No matter how you look at sure. it, no matter how you rank the teams, your team is in the they tournament. They got a shot. Your team is in the tournament. No, and you mentioned that Chicago traffic. We went to Chicago last year, my friends and I, and we pulled up there about noon 
on a Thursday, uh-huh. and it was bumper to bumper. Yep. It's absolute madness. The city's incredible. Chicago's absolutely incredible. If you've never been, definitely get there. But before we move on to there's a lot of juicy news today. It's a bunch. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's isn't a it? lot of juicy news yeah. here in Columbus, but we will get to that, I promise. But you hyped up Dickas. You hyped up these nachos. Yep. How good were they? Oh, 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. So we got there on Friday night. I left. We left Columbus at about 2.30. Uh, we hit a little bit of traffic on the way in. We got to Chicago uh, about 8.45 their time, 8.45 Central Time. Okay. So it took us a good, you know, kind sure. of a while to get yeah. there and there with traffic and everything. But we parked the car at the hotel. Uh, we went up to the room. We got checked in by – so 8.45 is when we, like, officially checked in. By 9 o'clock, <laughs> we were on our way to Dickens. I like, that. I didn't even mess around. I didn't change nothing. I yeah, told Meredith, I'm not. like, let's go. Yep. They close at 10. Let's hurry up. Let's mm-hmm. get over there. And so we sit down and we get a uh, we get a spot at the bar and the guy was asking he's like hey you guys doing dinner tonight or just drinks and I was like listen mayor listen man give me the give me the largest beer that you have give me the largest soda pop that you got and give me a large order of nachos yes and they were so phenomenal hey. speaking of the guy who gave me tickets there he is he's right there banging on the glass thirty three Hall he of does Famer every day thirty three love they all right. No, my weekend was good. Real quick, went to Cleveland with my yep. friends, had fun, got to watch Giannis the Greek Freak drop 44 on the Cavs, which is incredible in Ball person. Up. I ate chicken wings all weekend. I probably my over under on chicken wings is probably about 55. That's and pretty a half. good. So I ate chicken wings three days for 55? every meal. I had chicken wings, so it was a good weekend. But all right, what what should we start with? Do we need to start with who Gene was looking at? Do we need to start with a big time? recruit that could be coming to Ohio State? Do we need to start with a transfer that could be coming to Ohio State? Uh, Let's pick behind door number two. Door number two. Okay, so door number two, you may have heard the name if you're into recruiting, Justin Fields. Five-star quarterback, number one ranked on all these different websites if you're into that type of thing. He's a good player, a really good player. Good player, yeah. Down at Georgia right now, behind Jake Fromm, who's played really well. We just saw him play well in the SEC championship game. Um, he's a solid player. He's a really good player, too. So it comes out last night. I'm sitting at home watching the Monday Night Football game, and I'm seeing Justin Fields is trending. And I go, well, what happened? So you right. know, you, I always think the worst. He got injured or something like that, got something in trouble. Something happened, yeah. Well, it, it's coming out that he wants out of Georgia. And to me, this makes a lot of sense because Jake Fromm will be back next yep. year. He doesn't want to waste a year sitting behind him because he thinks he's a talented player and he looks to be looks to have a really bright future. So I get all of that. What's surprising for us is that the list came out and you had Florida State, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, and the Buckeyes. Yeah. And so it comes out this morning, Kyle Rowland from the Toledo Blade, that right now, this is a very, you know, very early story. We're in the very early stages of, of this process. That Ohio State seems to be, in some people's minds, the front runner for Justin Fields. Beam, this would be huge, huge news if this does happen, if it does come full circle, because you and I have been, we talked about it last week, Ari Wasserman from The Athletic, he had the piece about this isn't going to be just Tate Martell's job to run away with, he's going to have to earn this thing because of Matthew Baldwin, when Emory Jones transferred to Florida, this was the guy, Matthew Baldwin, I'm talking about, that Ryan Day wanted to come to Ohio State. So now you're going to throw possibly Justin Fields in the mix, who's a really talented player, about 6'3", 6'4". He, he can do a lot. If you haven't seen him, go Google and check out his film. He's a, he is uberly Bigger talented. Than Tate. Yes, very much. And this is why it's interesting to me, because we don't know what type of quarterback sure. Ryan Day wants to roll with. Right. Tate is Urban's guy. Does he want the pro-stylish type of quarterback? Does he want to run the RPO-heavy RPO type of offense? Nobody knows. But, Beam, this is very significant news. 
And like we say, it's very, very early in the stages. He was at practice yesterday, Justin Fields. Was, it looks like he's going to suit up for the bowl game for Georgia. But this is something right now to where it's looking like Ohio State has the real possibility of winning a huge recruit at the most premium position. Yeah, Maddie, and I think that the most interesting part of this entire news um, – you know, it wasn't necessarily that he was going to transfer because you get it. These guys come in, you know, you've seen guys, you know, like Kyler Murray, you've seen guys like Tua, you've seen guys um, like uh, why Kelly, Kelly Bryant. Yeah, you've seen guys like Kelly Bryant. You know, you see all these young guys come in. Jacob Eason yeah, from Georgia, sure. another guy. He's at Washington. Trevor now. Lawrence, you know, like boom. he comes in, boom, starts. And then Kelly Bryant transfers out. So, like, you see these young cats, Maddie, get in here. Um, and it's kind of it's translated kind of into the NFL, too, where you see rookie quarterbacks, boom, get in there. You see what's going on with Baker, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Jared Goff, all these guys, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, you see all these guys who get their shot early. And not saying that they're right or wrong for wanting to do that, but they understand their talents, they know their talents, and they think that they're ready to play at a high level. And I think that that one of the most surprising things is because everybody, you know, if you read that Ari Wasserman piece last week, you're like, okay, yeah, I can, you know, see Matt Baldwin mm-hmm. how he's going to be a good player, but we're talking about Tate Martell here. You know, Tate Martell was Gatorade Player of the Year. He had won like all these accolades, best quarterback in, in high school uh, football in, in the state of Nevada special in the country. Player. Like, yeah, all, all this is special, special kid, special talent. And then you read this, and you're like, okay, well, wait a minute. If Fields transfers in, mm-hmm. where does that leave Tate at? You know, because th- that was the first thing that came into my mind. Because if we're playing hypotheticals and we're sitting in a world where Justin Fields chooses to come to Ohio State, he's going to have to sit out next year. Well, um, I got news on that. Okay. Because here's the thing. He's going to try to pull off what Shea Patterson pulled off leaving Ole Miss to Michigan. He's hiring an attorney, and there's a rule oh out there that, that this is the way that Tate Martell, I'm sorry, Shea Patterson was allowed to play because I'm trying to pull it up here, Beam, because this is what's going to be very interesting. It's called the NCAA Transfer Portal List. And if you get on this list, coaches will allow you, You can you're allowed to talk to coaches and it allows you, um, if you hire this attorney, his name is Thomas Mars. Here it is. He was instrumental in helping a number of Ole Miss student-athletes appeal yep. the NCAA rule that requires transfers between FBS schools to sit out one year. Those athletes, notably Shea Patterson of Michigan, were allowed to play uh, immediately. And this is coming from UGASports.com. So okay. he's going to try to push this thing being to try to play next year. So that's why this is even more interesting yeah. for Tate Martell because if Justin Fields comes in here and wants to play right away and is eligible to play right away, it's going to be real juicy around here in Columbus, Ohio next year. Sure it will be because you're going to not only have Justin Fields and Tate Martell, but you're also going to have Matt Baldwin, yes. who we just talked about. Right. So. You know, all these all these guys, Maddie, transferring in, I think that, you know, this biggest storyline of the offseason uh, is going to be what kind of offense is Ryan Day going to run. That's it, man. Because we know that Urban loves the two-way quarterback. Yep. He loves the run threat. He loves the passing threat that has been his M.O. Mm-hmm. since day one at Florida, at Utah, all this. He loves a running quarterback yep. who's able to pick it up with his feet. Now, listen. Ryan Day this year had great success under Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins had great success under Ryan Day. So are you going to try and replicate what you saw this year yep. where you know you can get a guy who's mobile, um, who can be mobile enough to pick up some some well-needed first downs in big-time big time spots, uh, or are you going to go with the scat back kind of a quarterback who has a good enough arm to win you games but maybe not the best arm in the right. entire league? Yep. And so you have to watch this. And so if you're talking about Justin Fields, who, you know, if I'm Lincoln Riley and I'm down in Oklahoma, my recruiting pitch is, hey, Justin, 
we have the last two Heisman winning quarterbacks. Kyler's going to play baseball. You see what number six is doing up there in Cleveland. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I know that you know they may be Ohio State is number one on his list right mm-hmm. now. Uh, with Ryan Day, I'm sure he's going to talk to him a little of bit. Course. But if you're Lincoln Riley, I think that would be a pretty damn strong pitch no there, doubt. saying, "Listen, we have Kyler, we got Baker. You you run the same offense. I'm not only guaranteeing you uh, that you have a chance to win a national championship, but there's a good chance that you could possibly be a finalist or even win the Heisman for a third straight year. So a lot on the young kids' plate. Yep. There's no doubt about it. But what's some? I mean, that's some wacky news to wake up to Isn't on a random it, Tuesday it's in Columbus. Unbelievable how crazy the college football world is. And here's the thing, Beam. There seems to be a relationship between. Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields yeah. because they train together. They have the same quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. His name's Quincy Avery. Yep. Uh, there's a tweet out on 11 Warriors uh, from June, and it says, each one, teach one, hashtag takeover. And it's Dwayne, Justin Fields, and our guy Deshaun Watson, who in the picture is wearing an Allen Iverson jersey, and he's wearing you know the Concord cleats, which is Great. absolute fire. But here's the biggest thing right here. Quincy Avery, the quarterback coach, the guy that works with these guys throughout the summer, here's the tweet that he laid out on December 4th. If I had a son who played quarterback, I would 100% want him to play for Ryan mm, Day. That's some pretty strong words there. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. So the hiring of Ryan Day, we talked about it at length. He was, it seems to be that that's going to be a knock it out of the park type of situation. But when you have guys putting this type of stuff out there about Ryan Day saying, I would 100% want him to play for Ryan Day. And we saw what Ryan Day did for Dwayne Haskins in one year. Not that Dwayne isn't uberly talented himself, but there had to be some type of seasoning that he put on Dwayne Haskins to to elevate him to a whole nother level. So now you've got a relationship between Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields. you got the quarterback coach of these guys saying, there's no other guy that I want my son to play for but Ryan Day. And you're talking about Justin Fields wanting to play immediately and him being a five-star talent with the wide receivers that are going to be at his disposal, disposal, possibly at Ohio State. This is big time. This is absolutely big time. So now that's pretty big news coming out of the college football slash recruiting world. I want to let you know about Sling TV. You don't want to watch the games, Beam. You need to watch mm-hmm. the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month, ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. No useless channels. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees. Cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. You are Locked On Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, door number one or door number three? Let's go door number one. All right, so door number one. FootballScoop.com. You guys have heard of them. They've had some interesting stories they had the about Ryan, a, They had the Ryan Day They news. had the Ryan Day stuff. Yep. They had the article about maybe some in-house friction, all that good stuff going on at Ohio State. So these guys seem to be pretty locked in. So this morning. Locked on. Exactly. <laughs> they came out with an article with the headline, Here are the coaches that Gene Smith reportedly considered hiring to replace Urban Meyer. And before I read the list, you and I, we were all over a couple of these names. I think the one name that was surprising to us yep. we'll get to um, was Dino Babers. Right. The other guys, we talked about it. Matt Campbell, Bob Stoops, and an NFL head coach, which we're going to assume was Rapes. Right. Head coach of the Tennessee We'll assume Titans. that. We'll we're just going to assume that. Yeah. We don't know Maybe that. Maybe Matt Nagy. Maybe Matt Nagy. Know. Oh, God, you wouldn't Maybe like that. Maybe John Harbaugh. I don't know. Uh, he... <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm about done because that's my guy. Uh, but if we don't get in the dance this year, yep. something's got to happen because my guy, eight ball, he's looking all right. But the surprising name beam 
was Dino Babers. Yeah. And you look at what he's done, and we've talked about it. When we were mm-hmm. picking games on Fridays sure. throughout the season, you go into that dome in Syracuse, he's got a team, his guys believe in him, and he's dealing with a Almost lot less. took le- down Clemson earlier of this course, year. Of course, he's dealing with a lot less talent than a lot of these coaches are dealing with in the ACC and around the country, and he's pulling off some pretty uh, significant upsets. So he's got ties from Bowling Green. He's not an Ohio guy, but he has c- recruited in the state of Ohio. That, to me, was very interesting, but all the other names on this list, I think, would have been just fine. The Matt Campbell thing, he was the hot, young, up-and-coming yep. guy, but at the end of the day, he looked around the Woody Hayes, he trusted Urban, he tr- probably talked to some players on the team, the no ass- assistants on the team, and he got a vibe from them saying, Ryan Day is the dude. And like we just mentioned in the previous block, when you have you know, Quincy Avery, quarterback coach, that's dealt with a lot of these recruits, and he's saying, I only want my guy going to... Ryan Day, you have to believe in what people are seeing, and Gene Smith did that. But Dino Babers, to me, was a little surprising. Yeah, it was surprising to me a little bit. I mean, you see the on-field product that Syracuse has been this year. Um, you know, what did they finish in the college football playoff? I think 14th or 15th. I mean, this Syracuse football we're talking about, right? Exactly. They haven't been good since Donovan McNabb right. played there. Right. Uh, and so and this Jim is a, Brown. right, exactly. So this is a guy, Maddie. Uh, who really elevated, I thought, Bowling Green, yes, elevated them at, at, a, at a great clip, no uh, spent his time in the MAC, and then all of a sudden, boom, um, takes the Syracuse jobs within a couple of years, is doing great things over there. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't think that, I think at eye level, I think it's surprising because you look at Ohio State, and we've talked about it before, how it's, you know, probably, you know, it's, it's one of the top three, top four jobs in all of college football. Like we're not saying that just because we're doing the Locked on Buckeyes no, podcast. You look at the landscape of college yeah. football, you know, Forbes or USA Today puts yeah. out net worth of these programs, and Ohio State is yeah, is in every single one. You look at the, the facilities yep. they have over there, the, the amount of fans that they get in their, their building, um, it just everything about it. Uh, and so, you know, you kind of look at eye, le- eye level, and it's like, yeah, Dino Baber's kind of surprising because he's a Syracuse guy, um, but you look at the on-field product that Dino Babers has produced, and this is a team who who I think plays within themselves a lot. They mm-hmm. don't make a lot of dumb penalties. They don't make a lot of dumb mistakes. This is a team that's very, very well coached. And if if you give him, you know, four or five star talent, man, yeah. you give him these big time recruits. You know, I think he could do a lot of work. I think it's a matter of time um, f- until Dino Babers gets a a I big agree. big time college football job, and I think he'll succeed. I just think, unfortunately, you know, for all the powers that be. I think that this came up a little bit too early yep. for Matt Campbell. I think it came up a little bit too early for Dino Babers. Yep. Uh, I think it came up, I mean, just fine with Bob Stoops. He of was course. just hanging out this year. Chilling. Um, but I think you look at that, because I really do, I think that these will be names in college football mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. I think that Matt Campbell's going to do great. He'll go on to a bigger, better program at some point. Dino Babers is going to be the same way. No doubt. Uh, but we just talked about it in the last segment. I mean, when you have a guy in Quincy Avery who is – quarterbacks coach to the stars and right. Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins and Deshaun and Watson other guys, yes. who is saying that Ryan I, if I had a son who played quarterback and I'm a quarterback's coach yes. I'm a quarterback's guru yes. I'm gonna send my kid to 100%. Ohio State and you don't think even Maddie like let's just take quarterbacks out of the conversation you don't think that if you're a quarterback guru and Ryan Day not only does that make everything look better for a quarterback. But yeah. if you're a receiver, you're oh saying, okay, man, if I do my job, this guy's going to throw me open all, all day. If I'm a running back, if we're you know throwing the ball through the air, yeah. I'm going to have open lanes to run through. Yep. If you're an offensive line, how important is pass protection in the NFL? Like It just elevates you everything. so much. If you get an elite quarterback, you start getting elite wide receivers, running backs, offensive linemen, tight ends. Yeah. All of a sudden, it elevates your entire program. And so Gene Smith pushed all of his chips to the middle of the table. Yes, he did. On Ryan Day, he had trust in Urban Meyer that – 
what his word, what he said about mm-hmm. Ryan Day was going to be true. And so they pushed their chips to the middle of the table on Ryan Day. And listen, I mean, you have a big period coming up here. You're trying to keep recruits in-house. You're trying to keep recruits in-states. Yep. You're trying to flip guys for transfers. You're trying to win a Rose Bowl game. And then you're trying to implement offense. And you're trying to figure out what your coaching staff is going to be moving forward. Yeah. There's a ton of moving parts over there at the Woody Hayes facility right now. There's no doubt about it. Guys are coaching for their coaching lives mm-hmm. because – if you don't impress in this game against Washington, or if you have philosophical differences than Ryan Day, then it's not going to work out. But so, at the end of the day, I mean, this is a huge month-long stretch that we're entering Big for time. Ohio State. Big after time. the Big Ten championship game, after you knew you weren't going to get into the mm-hmm. college football playoff, you have, obviously, you know, the Mike Weber news. He's going to mm-hmm. be gone. Yep. Dwayne Haskins is still sitting back there. You don't know what he's going to do. We gave we you think, our thoughts yes. on it. He should go go to the league, get man, the get bag. your money. Go secure that sucker. Um, but it, it's just such a big month and a big offseason for Ryan Day, especially um, with signing day coming up here at the end of this week. So it's going to be – it's a huge month for Ohio State. As always, they really don't have any off periods of the season, Maddie. Let me tell you about our friends over at Sling TV. You don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football. For only $30 a month, you get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, and more. Stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love, except it's only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to Sling.com slash Locked On. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash Locked On. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. Ah, Torch was trying to hop on right there. Ghosts. That's the open to the uh, some, hockey and hounds right there. There's some ghosts Goodness in the gracious, They're trying to knock me off my Sling TV <laughs> Um, You mentioned Syracuse. They're 20th in the college football All playoffs, right. so 9-3, incredible year for them. All right, so the final door that we got open before we get out of here today is there's a huge recruit right up the road from us, yep, right Olin up the Tangy. road from Ohio State, yep. Olin Tangy Orange product, Zach Harrison. You probably have heard of him. He is a freak show at the defensive end position. So there was a lot of momentum late in the season towards Zach Harrison going to Michigan. You heard some stuff about maybe Urban maybe not being his style of coach. Now you're hearing some stuff about hmm, maybe he likes Ryan Day. So it's coming out today. If you're into this type of thing, I'm not – I don't read too much into these crystal sure. balls – but there's Michigan insiders uh, that have their – People mi- love the crystal balls. They though, do. They, they do. I know. It. Look, and look, to each his own, I understand that. But there's crystal balls floating out there from Michigan insiders, from Ohio State insiders, that it's looking like tomorrow Zach Harrison may commit to Ohio State. Mm. And here's how this thing is supposed to go down. Zach Harrison's got about 500 Twitter uh, pe- followers that he has. He's got a private account. He's going to release this thing on Twitter. So I don't know how many recruiting analysts he's allowed into his following circle, but it's going to be so interesting. But, Bean, could you imagine an offseason for Ryan Day where he lands Zach Harrison, who a lot of people believe is just going to be an absolute boss at defensive end, yep. and he ends up with a five-star quarterback in Justin Fields, who a lot of people think is going to be another boss at the quarterback position, the most premium position in the entire sport. This could be monster news and such a momentum builder for Ryan Day because we talked about it a couple weeks ago with Garrett Wilson, how he and we played the clip where he said he loves Coach Day, and I thought you made a great point in the last block when you're talking about this pro style of offense, how it elevates everyone's game, and that's why I'm such a fan of that. Not that I have any knock against the RPO, but when you have a pro style quarterback back there, you can do so many more things offensively in my mind than what you can with the RPO type of stuff. But this right here could be 
Huge, huge news. If you get him tomorrow and you want to talk about other recruits buying more into Ryan Day, if he gets Zach Harrison, you better believe that's going to happen tomorrow when he announces this thing. Of course. I mean, you know, you've already got the the wheels spinning today on, um, you know, the fields talk. You already got you already got the wheels spinning on right. that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it, it looked like, Maddie, it looked like a lost battle there uh, for Ohio it State that, that Zach Harrison was going to commit to Michigan. Now, like we said, take all this with a grain of salt because could, these are all crystal ball predictions. Yep. You don't know what's going to happen at the 11th hour with Zach Harrison. Uh, I think he was an early lean to Ohio State. I mean, this is he's literally right in the backyard. Literally. Um, so you would imagine that the hometown favorite would be the favorite to land a, a kid like Zach Harrison, number one recruit yeah. uh, in the state of Ohio. I think he's either third or fourth in twenty four seven composite rankings. Yep. Big time defensive end. He's got you know that prototypical build. He's a big dude, big lanky cat. Um, but yeah, it would be massive for for Ryan Day in Ohio State. Uh, and I, I think another big reason too, Maddie, that it's massive because a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Ohio State picked up the commitment of Tommy Eichenberg, who's a linebacker uh, from Cleveland, yep. St. Ignatius. And so you start to get these guys and you start to feel the philosophies change maybe a little bit. Of course. Uh, so, you know, you pick up a guy like him, you pick up Fields, um, this ball would really, really start to be rolling for, for Ryan Day. And, his, and listen, he's not even taking over the job yet. No. The job isn't even his. It's technically still Urban Meyer, right. but you know what going forward is going to be. These are Ryan Day's recruits. These are his guys who are going to sign on the dotted line for early signing day period tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just been um, it's been a wild ride with Zach Harrison because for really so has. long uh, you felt that he was an Ohio State lean, yeah. and then all of a sudden something happened, I feel like, during an Ohio State official visit where a lot of people flipped the crystal ball from Ohio State to Michigan, yeah. and then all of a sudden this morning you look at their website and people have started flipping back to Ohio State. It's like... You don't know. Nobody what, knows what the, anything. What are, is in this cat's mind, right. like what he's thinking. And I will always say to a recruit, man, like always exhaust all of your options. Yep. Like talk to your coaches, talk to your prospective coaches, talk to whoever you want to at the university, talk to players who are recruiting and, you know, being recruited on both sides of the fence. Talk yeah. to Michigan recruits, talk to Ohio State recruits, understand that these are the next these are the most important 3 to 5 of years of your life yep. in college because it really shapes the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And take NFL out of the consideration and out of everything like that. Just having a job after, you know, going back to Ann Arbor, going back to a Detroit city, going back coming back to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Like we see Buckeyes former Buckeyes around here all the time. Don't play in the NFL, yeah. but they have success in the community because they played for Ohio State. They're great kids, they're mm-hmm. brilliant minds. They do something else inside of the community. Uh, so it's going to be a wild ride tomorrow, I think. But if Ryan Day can get the number one recruit in the state of Ohio, Ooh, man. he would be off and running as and a head coach. And we heard Ryan Day say at his press conference when he was you know, formally announced as the next head coach that that's going to be a very big thing for him sure. is recruiting the guys in Ohio. And that was a message to Zach Harrison. That was a subtle no message to him right. when he said that. So we will keep you up to date. I know Ryan Day's got a press conference tomorrow. We'll let you know about all that stuff, big-time stuff going on, man, here in Columbus, around the college football landscape. But like we're saying, I wouldn't fully wake up tomorrow expecting Zach Harrison to be a Buckeye. I would expect, Maddie, expect the unexpected. Expect- if it happens, be happy. If exactly. it doesn't, whatever. Whatever. But could you imagine a defensive end pairing of Chase Young – and Zach Harrison. You give Zach Harrison a whole offseason with Mickey, Mickey Marotti and Larry Johnson. Come on. Watch man. out. Come good, on, man. Good night, Irene. We'll be back tomorrow. The Buckeye Hoops team's taking the court tonight. We'll let you know about that. We'll talk about food and a whole bunch of nonsense. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast.